Hey gang, welcome to the 12th episode of the Epilogue Gaming Podcast. From everyone here at Epilogue, we hope you enjoyed your weekend. I'm Ben Vollmer, and this week, as always, I'm joined by Marcos Carmona and Dakota Trammell. How are you guys? It's been two weeks. We took last week off. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. Two whole weeks. Half a month. And I would love to tell all of our listeners that a ton of breaking news happened, but... It's actually been so slow that over the course of the two weeks, I had trouble putting together a news segment, which is disappointing. I guess it's just at that point, Marcos and I were talking a little bit about it. It's, uh, what, I, I guess three months away from E3? Is that right? It's, Maybe less than that now. It's like the E3 drought. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like two and a half, three. And I think I think what happens yeah. is that companies just start saving up their marketing budgets and there's just no reason to put anything out right now. There's yeah. just, there's Unless people, not. like, leak stuff, then, yeah, yeah I don't think we're going to get anything, like, first party, like, yo, this is going to be a thing. Right, like, even some of the stuff we t- have today, like the Spyro stuff, that's just a rumor. I mean, that's not even... Yeah. It, it, Sony in no way has confirmed it, so... Uh, it'll be interesting... Supposed... Oh, go ahead. They're supposed to confirm it uh, March, though, so... In, in March, few... interesting. That's what I was seeing. Even on like the Kotaku thing, it said, and you know, you'll know for sure in March is when it's supposed to be like announced. Yeah, Sony's a little yeah. Sony's a little weird about their announcement schedule. Like they have the they do PSX, they did Sony Paris. Um, they also do the uh, Tokyo game shows. Tokyo game shows. Uh, they they show up all over the place, and then they still manage to have pretty good E3s. Whereas Microsoft kind of saves itself for. I don't think they have any external conferences. Um, and then they do the what is the the German one Gamescom? They do Gamescom, or at least they used to. I don't know if they still do. They probably and, do. Yeah, and Nintendo just kills it at E3, but they you oh, know man. they have their little. They usually <laughs> they have also their kill their little uh, Nintendo directs, man. Even their mini directs kill it. Oh yeah, they're huge. Um, wow, it, really thinking about it, it seems like Microsoft has such a hard time. Like they have probably the biggest budget of those three, and for some reason they just can't market. I guess they don't have they haven't had much to market recently. So to hopefully that changes. I think they these the the last E three they had my second favorite conference just because of Dragon Ball. They managed to get the Dragon Ball game as the announcement for them. They did a really good Nintendo. job of getting those like yeah. third party games up on their stage, like uh, and Metro Exodus and, and Anthem. CFDs. Yeah, oh mm-hmm. man, yeah. So I you know I actually just saw before we get into anything else that you remember how we talked about the Microsoft Game Pass the Xbox Game Pass that they're doing well they're adding yeah. Sea of Thieves to it and it's only ten dollars a month Ooh. yeah so Ooh. I'm definitely I'm definitely getting it I mean I was gonna buy Sea of Thieves anyway so for six months I can I mean I would be paying the same price and I think Sea of Thieves is a sixty dollar game so um anyway let's go ahead and break off into what we've been playing the last couple of weeks Dakota if you want to kick us off. Uh, what have what have you been enjoying? Um, today I just played my time at Porsche, which I, I'm kind of tired of at the moment, mostly because it takes forever for events to like happen in the game. And you've played so much of it. Yeah. Um. Then I tried playing some Stardew, and I was like, God, this is just busy work that uh-huh. I'm doing. And the other day, I I haven't played Breath of the Wild because I was stuck on a Guardian. <laughs> And Which I couldn't. One out of curiosity. Uh, Va. Redu- R- the lizard. They all kind of sound the same. <laughs> what was? What do you think? No, no, no. Seriously, uh, 
on an I don't think they sound the same. You don't think they sound like Va Ruta and like Va? They all like sound they all the same have to that me. same. They do all start with like an R, like a that R sound. And, then and they all do the have like the are calamity, right? Yeah, that, the bosses are lame. Yeah, but, but I feel like the names. But also, I just don't think the names are similar because I associate them with each. Um, like, uh, I don't remember the name of the beast. I just remember it's named after Darunia, okay, and Urbosa, right? And you know, each of their like respective. I just, um, it's an interesting people. design choice. It's not even necessarily a bad one. It's just, they, they went so far away from like typical English, um, English naming systems. And they've been, I mean, you know, not that like Zelda or Link are common names in the first place, but they do a pretty good job of distinguishing like Ganon. That's a really memorable name. Like Link is a memorable name. Zelda is memorable. And then they kind of just did this thing where it was like, they almost, tried to stay culturally consistent with the era of the game that was being yeah. played. So like all of the names kind of had, were similar sounding, which is of course realistic. Like, I mean, if you start pooling, you know, all the names from people in, you know, the deep South, you're going to get a lot of the same, the same shit. Right. Yeah. Not, not just Ben, but you know, uh, what are, what are some <laughs> other ones like Kyle? Like I have like eight friends named Kyle, maybe nine friends named Kyle. So I have like 10 friends named Dakota. Yeah, so I don't know anybody by the name of Kyle. You don't know anybody by well, yeah. I mean, he was not a good person. Yeah, most of most of my Kyles aren't either. But uh, yeah, it's it's just kind of interesting. I actually kind of like it as a design choice. I don't like it as somebody who likes to talk about that game because I forget. (laughs) I I forget their names. The names are cool. They're cool. The Guardian. Mm Waterblight Ganon. That sounds awesome. I uh, I don't know. See, Every, I don't, everything I don't... be named Ganon is lame for me. Yeah, I don't Fair like enough. it for the bosses. I mean, yeah. when for... it's like uh, when the bosses are um, essentially just parts of Ganon himself. Right. I mean, makes and, sense. I mean, you know, just getting into the plot, like the whole Voldemort type of like Horcrux thing is interesting, but I still don't. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I, I think the no, there's, there's definitely off. an argument for it. Like yeah. you could have named it something else out of the. Like water blight in itself is sweet. Like yeah. I like that. Water blight is cool. I agree with that. Yeah. They just had you know Adam Gannon on top of it. Yeah. True. Yeah. Thunder blight <laughs> is is that really blight. the name? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's thunder blight. I just couldn't remember the other ones. <laughs> that's that's funny. Um, but so you're you're stuck on that, and are you're you're gonna finish it at some point, right? Yeah. It was the story was uh, I was stuck on it and. I couldn't, I knew you were supposed to shoot it with the cannons with your buddy. And I couldn't figure, because I was standing like right next to the lizard. And okay. I was like, dude, I'm over here. Like, why can't I just punch you? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> that part was, that was I had, frustrating. I remember being frustrated by it. It had part. to be in like a specific cannon to shoot him with. Like, I killed all the guardians and I was just wandering around on the mountain. Like, hmm, how do I get inside of you? <laughs> and uh, then I, I, I gave Spy Guy the controller or I gave Ryan, whatever. It's okay. Spy guy. Yeah. Your boyfriend. Yeah. Just to clarify for the listeners. I gave the boy uh, the controller and said, beat it. Get me inside. Get me inside. (laughs) What every man wants to hear. Oh, man. And uh, so he left me like one cannon to shoot it down with. Left. Okay. Good good guy, spy guy. Um, So, Marcos, what have you been playing? Um, Tales of Berseria, honestly. That's yeah. been taking up most of my time. So, and uh, Trails of the Sky. 
and you've been playing a ton of fighters, but like our listeners are probably assuming yeah, that. Yeah, they know at this what point. I'm playing that So stuff, tell but, me, uh, because I thought it was kind of interesting. You and I were talking about this the other night, and you were like, yeah, I just kind of like decided to play a Tales game, which is not something I've ever heard before <laughs> because nobody does that. I mean, of course, you're different, but nobody the ever does something like, like that. When Tales of Berseria first released, I was like, yeah, day one, let's go. I played for like 18 hours and then i just stopped and it's been almost a year and then i came back uh last wednesday and i was like you know what let's finish this and I, now i'm like almost 35 hours in not even close to the end, not even close to the end. <laughs> you're probably gonna take another year-long break <laughs> that's because i've been playing um trails of the sky which is another rpg i just like felt like playing rpgs i don't know why maybe cool. it was the kingdom hearts thing they got me you know what's it, weird but... i felt yeah. like playing rpgs lately too yeah me too i honestly did i mean i yeah. i posted in the epilogue discord the other day i was like can i get some recommendations on cool rpgs that sort of will just like take me out you know, just like really one of the things that I really like about Dark Souls is it's not a good world to live in. But holy shit, am I enveloped in that that universe when I'm playing that game? Um, it's one of the best fleshed out universes. Yeah. In games, honestly. And I don't know that like atmospheric is the right term. I think that's a, something we throw around a lot. Like Bioshock is atmospheric, but Dark Souls is um, almost like it just it's is organic. A, yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, everything that functions in that world makes sense, and I think that's what makes it so. Um, that that makes it so immersive is when everything oh. makes sense as a world, you know. Um, yeah. Whereas you know when I, I play, I play like Mario in the Mushroom Kingdom, and it's like there's <laughs> there's eight fucking toads that look the exact same. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I digress. Uh, so what have I been playing this week? Um, well, I play. I beat Kingdom Hearts two since the last time we had a podcast and i actually just reviewed it and put it up on epilogue um i gave oh, it four out of five stars yeah i gave it four oh, out of five stars which is a real I, so that's our, pretty high yeah our scaling system is that four is like is great so it's not an eight out of ten like i'm not think we don't think of it that way it's it's great it's a great score um and probably one of my top 25 games of all time so I ended up really high on it. There was I just really liked the combat, which is odd. Um, but I think it was just JRPG enough for me to get that like that taste of the complexity that JRPGs use without the dullness of like having to, you know, swap turns and stuff. Oh yeah, I get you. So um I, I think that, you know, that's what really did for me. I you know, I, I stand by that. I don't think the story makes a whole lot of sense. It's fun. It's fun oh, and campy, yeah, but it, it um <laughs> And I just, you know, that is a game that unabashedly just knows itself. It just knows what it is, and it doesn't try and be anything that it's not. It's like a silly, fun, charming game with, like, kind of an affecting story. And that's just, that's oh, what it man. is. That's what it is. I so it. It's so adorable. Um, yeah, no, I really liked it. So what have I been playing? I really, outside of that, I mean, I've been playing a lot of Mario Kart Mega on the man? stream. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. yeah, I played Mega Man. Thank you. Um, oh yeah dude so the same you did too <laughs> right yeah so we both played Mega Man 3 um honestly again like that's another game i would consider for my top 25 list soon i'm going to be working on a top 100 list um and i i am hoping to publish that somewhere but it's more likely that you could find it on like my twitter timeline or something because i you know writing about yeah. all those games is just overwhelming but um yeah, Mega Man 3 was just fantastic. There's not really much to say about it. It was a Mega Man game. It was just it was a, a fun great, game. Yeah, it's a great Mega Man game. So I'll say I don't understand like two of its Robot Master like powers that I got. 
Which ones? Top Man for oh, one. Oh, Top Man I was so was weird. Doing. Yeah, Top Man yeah. was maybe the worst Mega Man power I've seen yet. And then uh, what's it called? Uh, Don't say the, the snails. The one you get from the, the, the laser guy. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. the one that bounces sense. around Gemini. Yeah, man, that one pissed me off so much. Yeah, that one was annoying because it would, until it hits something, it doesn't disappear and you can't fire another weapon. So it's like, yeah, man. all right, let's just hope that it hits something at some point. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you played that as well. It's um worth checking out. And it, just a daily reminder that you can play the first six Mega Man games for like 15 bucks on Steam. Uh, yeah, and man. on a sale, it probably <laughs> goes down to like 510. It's just, oh, there's... You will not get better dollar value. Um, those games are, are fantastic. And you can, they really, like, I'm not playing them this way, but I feel like you could just kind of binge play them because they're similar enough. There's just not, a, you know, there's not a whole lot of differences between, so they move seamlessly. Like, you could probably play Mega Man 1 through 6 and be like, oh, that was just, like, one gigantic-ass game, you know? Jesus. Um, I would cry. Um, and we're actually going to talk a lot about sequels later so i'll save the rest of that conversation um but let's go ahead and jump into our short short and sweet news segment um no big announcements i guess let's go ahead and lead with the spyro remaster rumor um which was the most exciting for me as somebody who hasn't played a whole lot of spyro i have i have played it like rented it as a kid played it and i remember (laughs) enjoying it but uh kotaku apparently believes that a spiral remaster will be coming to the ps4 this year and uh dakota you said that they are planning on announcing it in march or that's that's the rumor at least yeah and i can like fact check that too no that's okay we don't don't fact check (laughs) (laughs) okay rewind to every other episode where you're like can someone fact fact check that for me i'm totally kidding yeah absolutely and honestly, this is still rumor. Like, this is just a rumor. So we're reporting a rumor from a different site. Um, but Spyro Remaster, pretty cool. It's a trilogy. So the first three, not all Spyro games were created equal, apparently. There's apparently some really bad ones, but I don't think any of them are one through three. Um, again, I have not played. Marcos, have you played the Spyro games? I've played Enter the Dragonfly, I think. Which Isn't is that the worst the one? one? Oh, okay, that's the third uh, one. That's what, I, that's what I heard. I hear it's pretty bad. It's the one with, like, the cheetah and the bunny and the, like, the <laughs> penguin with the rocket. The I, thing. Have, I have no idea. I have no idea what you're talking about. That sounds yeah, interesting, though. Weird. That sounds interesting. It sounds like I'm playing a Batman spinoff or something. It's like Riptor's Revenge. I don't know. It's weird, man. It's a weird game. Okay. It has this, like, hippo guy that really likes it when you pay him money, but when you beat the game, you can, like, kick his ass to get your money back. <laughs> all right that's that sounds yeah. fair to me yeah yeah it's like a weird platform collectathon sort of thing yeah because i just of- checked in yeah it says they believe that there will is a spiral remaster in the works set to be announced in march next month or a few days who knows when um and to be released in quarter three of 2018 so that's anywhere between september no yeah, yeah september august, and december right? then no, that would be August. No, that'd be quarter no. four. Quarter four is October, November, December. So right. the three months is before that. that. Wait, no, no, no. It works differently. There's something yeah. weird for about games? it. Yeah, it works differently yeah, for weird. games. Uh huh. Um, I can't I'm remember. Pretty sure quarter three would be like this summer. Would be the summer. Okay. All right. Well, um, nonetheless, that's that's really interesting. Maybe we'll need to get that fact checked as well. It literally, I'm staring at the article right now. It says and released in quarter three, 2018. 
no, no, no. Like what oh, quarterly, the quarterly means? Yeah. Um, I just not... know what it means in regards to like my job. Yeah, like well, quarters would make total sense if we're talking about you know three months at a time, but the world works in mysterious ways. So, yeah, like, um, wasn't ukulele set for like a quarter one that came out in yes, December or something yep. like that? And, and they're like, oh yeah, totally. Like <laughs> quarter one, <laughs> we hit our mark. There's also yeah. the Japanese fiscal year, which starts in like April, which would make quarter three December. Yeah, a lot of yeah. business is. I know the business quarterlies work on a different time frame, so that's what I might be confusing everything with. But again, I, I don't, I don't know. Regardless, it would be cool if we got a Spyro. Uh, remaster. Yeah, so I did... Either way, it's this year some point. Yeah, well, that, you know, supposedly. Um, so I just wanted to ask you guys, I don't want a whole lot of explanation. I just wanted each of us to go around and say what series we wish would see a remaster. It can be as late as last gen um, as it proven by something like Dark Souls. Uh, what game or franchise would you like to see remastered, Marcos? Uh... I wonder if you're going to say the same Ooh. thing as I am. What? I doubt yeah. I want to say the same thing as you. Okay, well, go for it. Uh, dude, give me like a new Samurai Showdown. That'd be nice. That is absolutely what I was going to say. <laughs> no, it totally you ever was not. Samurai I've, Showdown? I've yeah, never, I was gonna say. I've I was like, Ben, do you game. know what that is? <laughs> it's an SN it's yeah. a SNK fighting game. It's awesome. It's really good. The, okay. Recently, um the switch came out with some neo geo like arcade cabinet ports and uh, mm -hmm. i've been playing some summer showdown 4 oh yeah. man okay takes me back all right fair enough dakota yeah summer showdown used to be pretty big i i don't know why i haven't heard of it i guess just the fighting game genre sometimes slips right on yeah, through me you. but that's what we have you here <laughs> for so dakota what, what's your pick Okay, this isn't going to be nothing new that I haven't said in the past, but I'm really pushing for a Skyward Sword remaster still. No, no, that's... <laughs> that's honestly going to happen, though. Like, we know like, that's going to happen, right? I am so pumped. It, like, I know it's not many people's favorite Zelda, but it's my favorite Zelda, and I am so ready for a remaster. I'm okay. so ready to get to play it again, not on the Wii. Yeah, I think that's the big thing for me, too. It's the only mainline Zelda game I have not played. So, unless you count Awakening, but that was on the Game Boy, right? And so it's, it's and like, I feel I like if you played it, you would definitely agree. It would kind of, it'd be up there in one of your top Zelda games. Yeah, people say oh, that it, it is. Awakening it's such is like a beautiful world. Uh -huh. Yeah, narratively, I've heard that it's, it's probably the game's second best behind Majora's. A lot of people seem to make that consensus, so... I think it's because like that's its uh like people, Link, or Skyward Sword's like the prequel or something like that. It's hmm. like the very first game. It's the beginning of the series. Huh. Yeah. That it was that's really intriguing like, that's, to me. That's even like canon. It's pretty much the start of everything. That's the very first link. It's the very first Zelda. Am I hearing it's... Zelda in the background? God, sorry, that's my phone. No, <laughs> that, was that not Zelda though? Was that yeah, not... it was. Oh, okay, that's that's it's the Zelda. My, it's my like notification ring sound. No, that's it's totally that's Chica totally Slate cool and, and allowed on this podcast. Um, that's fun. My so I didn't realize I still had my podcast. ringer on. <laughs> um, so I guess if I had to pick, my answer was Mass Effect. Uh, I think that this one oh, both man. makes logical sense i'm an idiot yeah and it needs, <laughs> needs to happen because mass effect andromeda can't be the last taste in, in oh, fans mouth God. even if like i haven't played it i it, and i i you know marcos has been on this podcast and said that it's not that bad of a game i think that was even the consensus via the reviews but like 
for the sake of Bioware, they need to have something where it's like they can point to Mass Effect being remastered and be like, hey guys, you remember this sweet franchise that everybody loved and was over the moon about? Remember like, Miranda? Well, of course I remember Miranda. Have we not had that discussion on this podcast? Like, I am still, I still think I have feelings for Miranda, like, <laughs> decade later. Dude, I still have feelings for Jack. Don't worry. I know, I know. Yes, we've, God, I can't tell you the amount of times Marcos and I have had that discussion. But regardless, Mass Effect is the big one for me. I, I don't want to be the guy who gets to pick two, but I also, I am really, really, really feeling a Pokemon Red and Blue remaster on the Switch, like fully fleshed out. Like a That's what I want. Yeah, like just 3D with with red as our protagonist my man <laughs> and, uh, um, i no, see you've I learned yes i've i've learned <laughs> so um anyway th- those are my picks but let's go ahead that's so wonderful i what in the world my i just got a twitch follow that's gonna definitely pop up on the podcast luigi just goes that's a wonderful you guys know how that's my my twitch notification <laughs> Do you just have that on all the time? No, I'm I'm recording via OBS. That's how we record the podcast. Oh, oh. so it, that's a wonderful. I just gotta I gotta follow. Anyway, that's really fun. <laughs> somebody should somebody should try and time our recordings and do a donation. I know that we have we have to be very we have to be very. It's gonna it's gonna be me. I'm gonna make a a Godzilla donation. <laughs> <laughs> I will have no choice but to leave that in. It, the Godzilla roar is like ten minutes long, so <laughs> oh and it's God. so loud too. It's, so it's loud. obnoxiously it loud. Is fantastic. Um. Anyway, I, I guess thanks for the follow. <laughs> so, um. I wanted to talk a little bit about a couple things. The first and foremost, and I don't even really want takes on this because we've talked about loot boxes to the world's end, but. Riot is now publishing drop rates for its League of Legends loot boxes, which I think is a gets a big thumbs up for me. It's not quite far enough for where they need to go, but obviously loot boxes are the day of loot boxes being this totally randomized, uh, possibly you know scamming type thing. I think are over. Like people, you know, at least at least for now, people have developers in particular are learning their lesson that this is just. The bad press is not worth the extra dollar that you get. I just don't, I can't foresee a world where all of those Battlefront 2 loot boxes that were purchased will not <laughs> inflict EA when Battlefront 3 comes around. Like that is something people will remember. So it's just not worth it. It's just not, not worth it. You know, there's games doing it the right way. Um, you know, look at Fortnite. Fortnite has made so much money. You know what it does? It sells visual attire that's all it does and it's made so so much money i mean everything about in the news right now is about how much money fortnite is making so um just do it the right way like people are okay with buying extra stuff every it happens all the time just do it just do it the right way spent too much money on street fighter 5 man transparency is key transparency is so so key yeah i agree with. i think that's just kind of what everything comes down to is transparency yeah and consumers, especially nowadays, just love, love transparency. Like, there's nothing that has become the hallmark of a good company. Like, I just uh, looking around, some of the most notable companies right off the bat are the ones that are most transparent with their consumers. Like, um, 3D, Pro- or not, sorry, uh, what is the, not 3D Project Red, what's the, um, oh, what is the, uh, the Witcher developer? 
I, I CD Project. CD Project Red. Why did I say 3D Project Red? That would actually make more uh, sense, wouldn't it? 3D Arx Project Red. Uh, developer. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I th I think um that's the way that things are moving. But I like I said, I didn't want to focus too much on that. We talk about these loot boxes all the time. Finally, we just had some good news to share. So I wanted to do that. League of Legends is like the pioneer of loot boxes. So um speaking of Fortnite, H1Z1's player base has declined by 91% since PUBG and Fortnite's own player base eclipsed it. This is according to uh to Giphy P. And um I just thought this was worth talking about because H1Z1 was like riding the top of the world a year ago. And then this what happens. Heck? No, it really was. I mean, it was at the top of Twitch. It was, you know, selling like crazy. Well, I crazy guess it on... was on the top of Twitch. I did see it. Yeah, it got big like around 2013, 2014. Yeah, pretty sure it was it maybe. was at the top of Steam for like a, a good healthy portion of time. Um and then this, you know, it just it it gets its ideas stolen. Essentially, that's what happened. Uh, was H1Z1 like a battle royale it was type the first, of thing? I, as far as I know, it was the first battle royale. Because um, I always thought it of it wasn't as like, as um, short term as Fortnite and PUBG are. I think is how it was. Yeah, I always thought of it as kind of like Rust, which is sort of, I guess, like a battle royale, except there's a survival element. There were battle royale elements. I specifically remember yeah, playing it, sure. and it was very, very similar actually to what PUBG ended up becoming. Um, so PUBG was better though. Like I played PUBG, I, you know, I played one after the other. PUBG was better, and then ultimately I found a home with Fortnite. And now I'm obsessed with Fortnite. I've put a hundred plus hours into it. And Boy. only a hundred? Uh, well, no, really? I a hundred plus. I'm not specifying okay. how much time okay. I spent. He doesn't want to embarrass himself. I, don't, I, do, I do not want to share that material with you guys. But um, I'll tell you how many hours in Stardew Valley I have. Come on, Ben. <laughs> I just close that information. You can just we're all your... being transparent here. If I'm being honest, yeah, yeah. I think I'm probably closing in on 200 hours of Fortnite. Woo. All right. Yeah. Okay. I have um, 177 on Stardew. Yeah. I have I mean, 400 all, plus in Destiny 2. We all have our vices. <laughs> At least mine's a good game. <laughs> I can't say no. Like it's true. Like fucking Destiny has already canceled their second DLC. I paid an extra fifteen dollars for something that isn't even gonna come. That is oh, oh, man. horrific. That's something worth talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um so Thanks, Bungie. <laughs> Bungie needs to go back to making Halo games. Let's agree oh, that Bungie go, go back to making Halo games. I still want to play Halo Five, man. What yeah, we, let's do. Let's seriously do that. Let's sit down like one night and just knock it out. Let's just knock out Halo Five. Yeah. It's like five hours long. We could do it in really? one night. Yeah, wow. we could. We could talk about it. Um, okay, but when is that? Uh, oh, Borderlands. Borderlands. Oh, you mean like a Borderlands like playthrough? Oh. Yeah, you know it'd be yeah. kind of fun if we all, if the three of us just went and did some Borderlands playthroughs. I fun. only own yeah. it on the PS3. Well, that uh, would have to change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I also own it. I own Borderlands Two on the PS3 as well, but I'd prefer not to. <laughs> I own play it on, on 360. I have the collection on Xbox One, and I have it on PC. Is it uh, on PS4? Mm -hmm. The collection is on PS4. Uh, mm -hmm. I will definitely totally not play it on PS4 because I'm not paying for <laughs> online. I'll pay for your <laughs> online for one month so you can play it. Um, so I'll just give you the ten dollars. Just moving on, and I didn't. I I don't want. Um, I, I this was just a thought that popped into my head, and we're kind of already past the subject. But just real briefly, will any battle royale game be able to maintain success 
If so, which game is it going to be and why? Marcos? I don't know, man. They'd have to do something like Fortnite, who that introduced like the whole building mechanic. I think right. that made it like unique enough to call it its own and ultimately i mean i think it's doing better than PUBG at this point it maybe. is yeah mm -hmm. uh, at least yeah. on twitch i mean it's hard to tell in terms of like economic success just because fortnite is free still and yeah. uh you know PUBG costs unless something like that like happens something new mm -hmm. like they add something spicy to the table i don't see anything overcoming these two games Right. Like PUBG's got the whole like realistic sort of thing. They got the vehicle. I think that's the right. main thing. That's yeah, different. They have vehicles. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Fortnite has, of course, the dancing and the uh, building. Outside of those two things, I don't think anything can overcome. I don't. I don't think there's much room for another big battle royale. Yeah, and you know, so we did we talk about Red Dead Redemption? It was it was uh, yeah, leaked. They're making one. <laughs> yeah, Red. They're making one. So. Dakota, just a simple question. Rockstar, the world's biggest developer, will they be able to take down either PUBG or Fortnite? They make GTA, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. GTA 5 is still one of like the top grossing games, and it came out how long ago? Um, yeah, like six years ago. So I, yeah, definitely. That's not okay something so, super difficult. so so that's Especially, what i have strong what feelings regarding this this topic that i mean let's just remember though let's just remember though Wasn't I, another game gonna do it ye, paladins did it that, <laughs> does that oh, count yeah, there was another one people play paladins uh, yeah. that, i know skia does that parkour <laughs> first person zombie game they were talking uh, about doing parkour it, first Royale. person zombie game parkour oh, oh dying light yeah yeah. It's yeah. A, it, but it's only like a six player battle royale mode. I think they just kind of oh, really? stole the name. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Okay. So I something like that being a thing. I think even Red Dead Redemption is not going to be a hundred players. Although I did have this really I didn't even it's not even my idea. I saw a really cool idea <laughs> that instead of like dropping from like a, a big thing like in PUBG, like a bus or whatever, um, like in PUBG or Fortnite, instead you roll out of a train. How cool would that be? Or Red Man, Dead Redemption. Ben, become a become a game dev right now. <laughs> no, it wasn't it wasn't my idea. It wasn't my I idea. I love Lone oh. Ranger. Uh, I wish. Yeah, it would it would be fun to just kind of like roll out of the train though. Or like, you know, yeah, like, you know, you you get a certain amount of time on a horse or something. Something silly. I don't know. Dude, I love horses. I don't know you about you, but I've you, played a lot of Battlefield One. Oh, I love horses. Oh yeah, horses are awesome. But you can't you can't just like for Red Dead Redemption, you can't just have like some sort of flying helicopter like that's not what red dead redemption that's not in that time era so uh you can get like the hardy boys or what are they called the orville boys who are the ones that did that the wright brothers there you go wow the hardy <laughs> boys I was, uh, dakota i am seriously impressed you were able to piece those two things together my god i knew he was he was talking about planes and i kind of thought this maybe because me and me and marcos were just on the same thinking yeah, plane yeah, where I was like, oh, well, they can have like an early era plane from that's that a, era. That's fair. Do early era planes seat like a hundred people though? No, no they seat like a hundred of two. them. Yeah, <laughs> one or two. <laughs> All right, two if you're lucky. Fair enough. Okay, last last bit of business for the new segment. You didn't even mm -hmm. let me get into how I feel about H1Z1 and shoot and shoot 'ems. <laughs> 
I mean, I don't. I, I you're not. I, one, I don't think you you like them, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't want to have this discussion. I don't want to have this discussion. I'm purposefully moving on. Pokemon is celebrating its 22nd anniversary, uh, which is awesome. Go Pokemon! But I did want to ask you guys, what is your one Pokemon prediction for 2018? Ooh. Pokemon Snap 2, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I need that I, to happen. I need it. For the Switch, it'd be so perfect. It'd be so perfect. I mean, you could use the... Literally, like, you could use the Joy-Cons as a way of, like, snapping oh. the photo. Imagine, imagine. Or honestly, like, an app of some sort. um, Like, a Pokemon Go augmented reality. Yes. Where you can, yeah. instead no. of, like, capturing Pokemon, you go and you take pictures of oh. them just linked. oh man okay so are, is that your prediction yeah. as well dakota or are we going in a different oh direction? no um oh i was trying to think of something good i'll uh, go first I, I'll go first. first okay you yeah can go. I, so i think i think we're gonna get pokemon stadium 3 or whatever it would it would be i was literally that was my first thing i was gonna say except i didn't know if something like that has already been announced so uh, there were some rumors floating around in the deep dark pits of the internet that that Pokemon isn't ready to actually release any kind of footage from an, their next game. Like, it's just not... They, I believe that. Essentially, what I think happened was uh, there was a Pokemon Stars game. Like, that was actually the title, and it was going to be a follow-up to Pokemon Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, and then the Switch took off. And they were like, hey, guys, we don't need Pokemon right now. We don't need it. Like, it would be nice, <laughs> but we don't need it. And we want the next Pokemon game to just blow blow people away and th that i think that's kind of the angle that nintendo is taking where it's like with with breath of the wild having su such success with with odyssey having such success you do not need to compromise uh this next pokemon game you do not not and not in the interest of time not in the interest of money you can do whatever you want with this game so pokemon stadium 2 3 would fit in perfectly there for me because uh you know just like marcos's prediction for pokemon snap these are like little peripheral games that people would go insane over like you oh, it, it doesn't even need to be that big of a thing but can you imagine a pokemon stadium 3 with like updated graphics on the switch and has like you know the battle with mechanics 700 plus pokemon oh and you get my to goodness migrate your pokemon from your ds yeah into and the like, switch yes even oh. if it just had like a pokey bank like installed in it it would be so oh. so cool so i'm hoping for that i don't know that i if i actually had to make a prediction i almost feel like there might not be pokemon in 2018 which i don't think has ever happened before like in this 22 year span i'm not sure we've ever gone on an entire year without pokemon yeah but i don't I could, think so I either see it and happening. i follow it pretty heavily right so, out of everyone else here yeah i don't know comparatively yeah so yeah. um anyway yeah. what's your prediction then dakota um see my prediction was i was torn between the, a pokemon stadium of some sort mm -hmm. but you just said that so now i'm like well that's okay cooey. i mean it's okay if if you just um follow along those same footsteps and then when you're talking about how they're uh they essentially canceled like a pokemon stars which is such a cool name yeah it was a good name um because I, I i was thinking also you know in pokemon tradition it's an off year they just came out with a, a kind of a big game last year uh -huh. they'd come out with a remake and that remake would naturally be diamond and pearl that's the next big remake everyone's waiting for is diamond uh, and pearl i just hope not but after you said no, that now i'm kind of i don't hope so either that's my yeah. least favorite game yeah. mm -hmm. one of it's my least same. favorites same 
that pretty much took me out of the series, honestly. Yeah. Damn. I need I need good old focused nostalgia for Pokemon right now. I like Piplup. Like I'm. I like Piplup. Just I like the beauty competitions or the yeah, whatever. I remember those. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't love. Those. I like Giratina, Palkia, Dialga. Um, like weird, I feel I'll like Diamond it. and Pearl has some of the strongest like legendary Pokemon, but those games they had the most. So that's ass. for sure. Yeah, they're just not. It was not. Oh, they definitely did. They had yeah. like that's what, when everyone was like, "What? What even is all this Pokemon's now? <laughs> I don't understand this. This I don't understand this penguin." They had the Arceus event in that game. Yo, it was it was sick. I I liked Diamond and Pearl. You know what? Heck them. Heck you guys. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll fight. I'll fight the good fight. You know, let's go. Let's go, Diamond and Pearl HD remake. Listen, you can like have 4K. it, man. I, I just don't care. Yeah. Enough. I don't care enough. Yeah, if, if you get your Diamond Pearl game, then shoot, I'm happy for you. But I just don't care. <laughs> I don't care. You, you wouldn't purchase it mm, nah. if Diamond and Pearl remake no, came no, out. No, 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 I wouldn't. I, I would honestly not. would not. I would not. No, and no, I focus pretty it. much anything Pokemon. I I can't remember the last time I didn't buy a Pokemon game. So I know for sure, hundred percent, you would buy it. You're lying on your dumbass teeth. Right he would now. hear everyone say how My good it is, and he'd be like, teeth. "Okay, fine," <laughs> and then he'd buy it and then never play it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I thought of a good one. I okay. want Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. All right, that's yeah, fair. That'd be pretty sick. Which that'd is, I don't think anyone, I don't, I've never heard anyone except myself play this. Like, especially like amongst. All the peoples. Uh, th I, I love in... Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. People, people like it. The people who play it like it. I think it's more just like a. It's hard to get into it's... for Pokemon fans. It's not streamlined. And I still have no it's... idea how that game works. I know that they're a thing. Don't know what their uh, mechanics are. Um, it's a lot of fun. I like it. And when it first came, the only thing, the problem with it is that it's super. It's literally, you could get the Game Boy game and then whatever the newest one is. And they'd probably be exactly the same, like story-wise. Right. Uh -huh. Like exactly the same. That's the only downside to them. But they're so fun. You can't say you don't love being a little Pokemon. Yeah, that's fair. Um, all and right, the well, ending uh, always gets me. I always know how it's gonna end, but I cry every no time. No spoilers. No spoilers. Just in case. Just in case. <laughs> I decided to play. I know how it's gonna end every <laughs> single time, and I uh, cry every single time still. Okay. With before Dakota spoils all of us for our Pokemon Mystery Dungeon dreams, I am going to. Take us to the break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about our favorite sequels uh, in, in video games. Yeah, it is kind of an easy question. I bet I, I could guess yours. I, I cannot wait to see you guys attempt this trivia question, though. I cannot I, wait. Okay, so, but I bet I could guess your favorite sequel, though. Okay, we'll, we'll take a shot when we come back, and uh, we'll see you guys in just a few. I think Thanks anybody can guess my favorite sequel. <laughs> I would not be able to guess yours, Twinkie. Don't, really? don't even try me. Okay, now um, we're taking a break. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll be back in a second. This episode of the Epilogue Gaming Podcast is brought to you by our Patreon members. If you'd like to subscribe, you can do so for as little as $1 a month. A special shout-out to our Platinum and Midnight tier members of February, including Matt Buchanan, Finks the Dragon Slayer, Blister Agent, Bright Wolves, and Drath Josh, who urges you to check out the Epilogue After Dark Podcast later this month. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, thank you for listening again. We're going to be talking about sequels. And, um, you know, Dakota said that she thinks she can guess mine. So I, I'll go ahead and open the floor here. But I did, you know, after we, we get through that, I did want to talk a little bit about what makes a good sequel. Um, so, Dakota, go ahead, and, go ahead and take your shot. What, what do you think my favorite sequel is? I'm going to say 
um, the Telltale Walking Dead series, the one that the second. Wow. Second season. Okay. So this is interesting because during our break, we had a little discussion, just a a very brief discussion about what a sequel means. I would not count season two of Walking Dead as a sequel. Oh, yeah. I I don't think I would. Would you guys? Uh, To me, I would. You would. But to me, it's like all the five episodes are kind of like one game in the first season. Let me ask you this. So the second season would be a second game. Could you play season two without playing season one? No. Yeah, I, I, whereas I would say that a good sequel you should be able to play without playing its predecessor. Really? Yeah, yeah. Try and think of an example that, of, that. Okay, well, let, let's think. Kingdom Hearts 2. That's good. That's good. That's a good counterpoint. I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like you could, though. I feel like you almost could. And I, the reason I say that, and the reason I say that, I just played Kingdom Hearts 2. And I actually did not play its predecessor when you when you really think about it, right? I mean, I'm saying like you just played KH2, like I that did. was it. That was your introduction to your to the Kingdom Hearts franchise. No, it wasn't. I played Kingdom Hearts one. No, that's that's my point. Like you can't play KH2 as your introduction and know what the hell's going on. Sure, but I didn't play Chain of Memories, and that's technically yeah, predecessor, all, those right? little, like, all those little branch off games don't have. They don't like contribute. No, no, no. Like, people have told me the exact you, uh, opposite. Like, people have told me the exact Chain opposite. Memories is is very important to the story. So uh, then I would say Kingdom Hearts Two, which was the follow up, I enjoyed immensely and had no problem. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, I yeah but you played Chain of Memories. I didn't. I'm saying I, I enjoyed its sequel, yes. right? I enjoyed. I know you can enjoy it. I'm. Sh- I'm glad. I'm sure you enjoyed it, Ben. I'm, I'm sure you that feels so patronizing. No, no, no. Like, getting, you wrote a whole no, no, thing it's, on it's, it. You did your it's, three it's and totally okay. about it. It's totally okay. I've been getting this from no, a lot of Kingdom Hearts fans. It, Apparently, it's not okay to skip games in Kingdom Hearts and still call yourself a fan of the series. No, it is dude, not like, okay. I skipped games my first time playing it. Like, I didn't play Chain of Memories until the HD remakes started coming out. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it's, fine. You can skip around if you want. I'm just saying that you you don't understand everything in Kingdom Hearts if you just jump to right. cage too and i totally buy that name. i totally buy that yeah i i don't fully agree with the idea that a good sequel means that you can ignore the first predecessor or whatever okay and right. beef yeah, yeah that's fair that's fair i'm just thinking like so assassin's creed 2 i played without having beaten one feel good about it uh i played halo 2 before i beat halo 1 felt really good about it um i'm just trying to think of like the most well how would that compare with I'm I'm just using Assassin's Creed as the example. Yeah, yeah, how does it compare with like Brotherhood or Revelations, which Brotherhood was also very popular, but Brotherhood wouldn't have made sense without Assassin's Creed too, because that was all the same kind of. It wouldn't have, but I could still play that game and not, and maybe because it does a good job of filling you in. Um, and I would argue that Kingdom Hearts Two did the same thing. I would honestly argue that Kingdom Hearts Two goes out of its way to make sure that you at least have some idea, some context of what's happening. That's I think, true. I think Brotherhood, Brotherhood did, did the same thing. I haven't played it in so long, so I don't... Yeah. I mean, it was... Um, I can't say for sure. No, Brotherhood no, does a decent job at it, because that's the only, like, Assassin's Creed I played in that generation. Because mm-hmm. after Brotherhood, I played Black Flag, and that's it. That's my Assassin's Creed. Right. Uh, Two is probably and, my favorite, but Black Flag is, is so, so good. I feel like Black Flag is the strongest out of bad. the series. Yeah. But uh yeah, I really like Black Flag. Never um, finished it. So 
Okay, so now that we've established at least a little bit about how we each individually feel, I wanted to talk about just briefly like what makes a good sequel for me. And it's something that just builds mechanically and narratively upon its predecessor. So that doesn't necessarily mean that it takes the first story and adds to the first story as like Walking Dead Season 2 did, um, but more that it it doesn't decomplicate the narrative. So it doesn't, it doesn't, there's nothing about the sequel that would take away from the original. So like if I'm playing Majora's Mask, nothing happens in Majora's Mask where I'm like, wait, but didn't this happen in Ocarina of Time? And like, we, I don't like when those two things clash. Um, I think Assassin's Creed has that happen a couple times, but not in one and two, not in one and two. Um, and the, the big thing for me is a game that builds on itself mechanically. And I think that's what Assassin's Creed 2 is so well known for. Um, I think that's what Halo 2 is so well known for. Uh, Mass Effect 2. Like all of these sequels that people love the most, I feel like mechanically are just better. And sometimes I'll be like, yeah, but the first one, you know, is like I, I probably prefer the original Halo story to Halo 2's, but Halo 2, in my opinion, is like the vastly better game. So are there any instances for you guys where like a, a sequel maybe had a worse narrative, but had such better gameplay that you were like, I still prefer this one? Like worse narrative, better gameplay? Yeah, sure. Uh, Devil May Cry 2 probably for me okay i i feel like i've heard that before That's, I, street fighter 2 if i want to be that guy because street fighter 1 sucked <laughs> street like, fighter suck. narratives street fighter <laughs> narratives in 2018 <laughs> hey man it's just there's a story man check out the wiki no i Play know, the game. I, I, know Watch I, the I know i know i know arcade mode fam Dakota? your story see this you? is where i th i think this is not like difference of opinion but i just don't give two shits about gameplay usually or game mechanics wow. Not yeah, in the same no, extent that you guys that do, do, though. Yeah, for sure. Right. It's like you guys right. like pay attention to it, and it's like, oh, you appreciate it. To me, I, I'm all I'm all in for the story. Right. And when a game has good gameplay, that's when I recognize it. Just when it, like near Automata, that had I I thought the gameplay was great. And so, but that's Ooh, why I recognize really it. a really good example of a sequel that yeah, it is. that is that is a good example. Wow, I I hadn't thought about that. Okay, well let's let's just do it. Let's let's talk about our favorite sequels. Um, does anybody have one like ready to go, or do you guys need some yep. more time to think about it? Okay, Dakota, go for I it. I did not need more time. All right, uh, and I even mentioned it in your stream yesterday. My oh. favorite sequel of all time is Danganronpa Two. Yeah, you did mention that. Okay, so it, just expand on why. Um, and it's it's purely like narrative based because they both have the same exact kind of gameplay and mechanics. Okay, but the the characters are just a thousand more times like times more interesting and you don't have to even play the first one to understand the second one um but it does throw little hints like back to the first one where it's like you wouldn't see it if you didn't play it mm -hmm. but the story like i've never felt such a strong connection to just some handful of characters to where because i assume that you know that characters die like you know they get killed off in kind right. of execution style um, that's kind of like the main selling point of the game. But when one of the characters did die, uh, I like cried for 30 minutes. Like Now, are these the same characters from Rampa 1? No, totally different characters. Totally different. So is it like Except an anthology for, then, or is it connected somehow? 
The store's connected between all of them. Yeah, okay. it's connected. Because I've heard that I um, cannot. Kind of, people people say do not play two or three without playing the first one. People always see, I tell haven't me that. Played, I haven't played three. But right. I feel like you could get away with playing two before playing one. It might not make as much like sense once you kind of hit the end. You'd be like where that's kind of where like there's a handful of little things but you could play it and overall be okay uh, it wouldn't make much of a difference okay but the characters i just felt so much more strongly about them i feel like the story overall was much much better even though it's very similar stories um and like the characters were just more unique and less like tropey and kind of predictable i, I want to ask you one question um and this is something you know you're saying a lot of things about character design and like and narrative was Rampa too bigger in terms of like maybe scale or even just time played? Was Rampa like longer, I guess? Longer slash bigger. The second one? Yeah. Um I, I I I would say maybe like the kind of world that you're in is bigger, but overall maybe not. Like if it is, it's okay. very uh minimal. So let me explain why I asked that question. I Because I think there's something to be said for second games, video games, and this is a discussion that has happened a lot. For film, the second films tend to be worse, mostly because film doesn't tend to benefit in the same kind of way uh, when it gets additional budget. Whereas games really do. Games, especially like Rampa, that have smaller budgets already, when they get that budget, you know, the, you know, two or three times the size, its follow-up they tend to be a lot better assassin's creed mass effect halo all of these games are examples of that right um so i guess i just wanted to ask like if because if the game is is bigger slash longer whatever i would have figured it would be a budgetary thing but instead it seems kind of like what the game did was it just it did that what the first one did but better yeah i feel like it definitely because that the the i what people i feel like like about danganronpa is the characters you have a massive cast of characters who are all super unique in their own way. And they're all very eccentric and kind of like <laughs> crazy. It's hard to say without spoiling because well, I know memorable. you plan to play I, it. I, I, no, yeah. Very I, memorable. I've, I've just yes. heard memorable a lot. So. It's That's a weird you'll, cast, man. You'll always remember a character. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited to give it a try. Reason. And I feel uh, like the, the second game did what the first game did, except... I don't know. For me, it just was so much better. better. Yeah. They learned from their mistakes and built off of a good idea. And I think that, for me, is probably the the answer. But, Marcos, uh, what what is your uh, favorite sequel? You said that you thought we would know this, but I'm, I mean, unless it's a Final Fantasy game. Maybe it is. Kingdom Hearts 2, bro. Oh, Kingdom Hearts 2. I was going to say, maybe Kingdom Hearts 2. I said Final Fantasy game. I said Final Fantasy game, right? Yeah, I almost yeah. said Final Fantasy 6 okay. just to be that guy, but yeah. uh, no, Kingdom Hearts 2. <laughs> okay. Easy. And I, I feel like you've justified that over the course of this podcast already. <laughs> I mean, like, the boss has some of my favorite bosses. It really does have series. good bosses, like, yeah. Like, Roxas is, like, my favorite. Oh. So Roxas His, isn't a boss, oh, though, in Kingdom Hearts 2. He's a boss yeah. in two point five. Oh, in, in the in the non final remix, yeah, he's not. He doesn't appear. Right. It's just a cutscene. But yeah. uh, in final remix, it is a boss, and it's whew, so good. It's one of my I favorite bosses of all time. He, yeah, he's up mm-hmm. there. And the music, and the, the stage, prom- Yoko Shimomura killed it with the other promise. Like Kingdom Hearts Two has better music than Kingdom Hearts One, better gameplay. Oh, 
a crazier story. I love dumb shit crazier like that. Crazier story. I think Kingdom Hearts 2 is an example of a game that got a bigger budget <laughs> the second time oh, around. Oh, for sure. And we're about, to see, we're about to see this thing that grew into this behemoth uh, in Kingdom Hearts 3. Like, we are going to see it. I have a feeling that game is going to be nuts. Like, it's I mean, going to be huge. We got Big Hero 6, Hercules, Tangled, Monster Zinc. Yo, we, we good. Toy Story, it's, it's going to be big. It's I won't lie. I want to play Kingdom Hearts 3. Purely for the Big Hero Six segment. Yeah, it's it's one of those games. I'd argue. I mean, like, I don't like the word vignette here, but you know, <laughs> I would say Kingdom Hearts Two is a bunch of vignettes like put together with one over our, you know, one arcing story that connects all of it. The um, way that they treat each world story, I feel. Yeah, like, I understand. That. You could literally play Kingdom Hearts and be like, "Hey, I just want to play Mulan's world," and then go do that, and you'd be fine. Like, you honestly could you could theoretically do that. So. I think it's a good answer. Um, so my my favorite sequel. I had to think a lot about this. Um, Is Ultimate, it Dark Souls two? <laughs> <laughs> what about Dark Souls three? I thought about Dark Souls two. Let's talk about Dark Souls oh, two for a second. Oh, just no. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not saying I thought about it as an actual answer for me. I okay. wanted to. I wanted to think about it and what made Dark Souls two worse. Why is Dark Souls two such an example of a game that got worse? And I think the biggest the biggest thing is that the, the developers just misunderstood what people liked about the series. That's literally it. And I think we see two games. Yeah. You know, we see yeah. Kingdom Hearts. People knew you. They fucking knew that their fan base loves these crazy, crazy big stories. Uh, you know, they love the world building, they, all of this stuff, and they so they amplified all of that, right? Like that's what Kingdom Hearts two. Kingdom Hearts two is essentially Kingdom Hearts one on crack cocaine, and <laughs> by the sound of it. Daganronpa 2 is really just a steroid version of Daganronpa 1, where it's oh, like man, it you just say that you don't it, understand. Honestly, the that. characters are so much more crazier. Yeah. So, so in Daganronpa 2, it's like it's a little like true. off-putting when you first see it. So, like it, you know, when I'm talking about that, so Dark Souls 2, the, you know, like the developers are from software. It's like, oh god, people just love how hard this game is. They they love these you know this big they hate iframes open yeah they hate iframes they they love they love being able to go wherever they want and just dooming themselves for eternity oh and so God. what Dark Souls two did was it it made a balls to the wall hard game for reasons that were not like it, the same reasons that made Dark Souls one hard were not the same things that made Dark Souls two hard. Right, people like that they're difficult, but I don't think that's ever what really stood out to anybody about Souls. It's more like the the combat mechanics were so close to being combat flawless. Was a lot slower. And in, in Souls, yeah, in Souls, in Souls Two, it is. Um, in Souls Two, it's like this big clunky game. That's what it is. It's a big with clunky. With so many bosses. With so many so bosses, which is fine. Many which is fine. Worthless so, bosses. You know, I'm. I, Anyway, I digress. I think the big thing about <laughs> Dark Souls 2, and I like I'm a Dark Souls 2 defender. It's in my top 25 games. That's um, fine, you, but you, you can you like whatever you like. Yeah, and I, I, I like it for its narrative. It's it's open world. I still like the the combat, even though it's not nearly as good as one. But so my decision, my decision ultimately was a very weird choice because when I was thinking about sequels i was like okay there's these games just like dakota said you know with Rampa 2 it get, it's, get, it's like bigger better faster stronger whatever the kanye song was um you, know, for, you mean daft punk was, yeah, were I was they the ones that. who did it first i almost said that Harder, better faster stronger well i thought that was kanye i thought kanye did that go on 
This is what I'm going to be torn a new one for this podcast. Uh, I opened my mouth one too many times. So, um, so ultimately, I went against the grain here, and I went to a game that scaled itself back in Majora's Mask, and that's my favorite. God, all, that was my second choice too. It's my favorite game of all time, so it, it makes sense. But I didn't want it's that necessarily fair, yeah. to be my favorite sequel, but. I think that Majora's Mask was the best example of like, okay, so we have, we have this engine. We want to make another game. Um, let's use. They had to use same resources. Like the game came out what like three or four years after Ocarina, so it was a quick turnaround for Is Zelda. That true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're both on the N sixty four. The only time two Zelda games have ever come out on one console, as far as I know, unless Zelda two Zelda came out on the NES. Huh. Zelda two may have come out on SNES. I can't remember. I th- I feel like it's a NES game. It could be. It's so It'd be terrible weird. looking. If it came on the SNES, then <laughs> Link to the Past would have been on the same console. True. Fair enough. Uh, it, but nobody count. Just to clarify, nobody because I don't want yeah, this nobody comment. Likes nobody counts. Yeah, nobody counts <laughs> Zelda Two as being part of the mainline franchise. So, um, so I I I think that what what made Majora's Mask so good to me was that they actually scaled down and they really really focused on all the parts about Zelda that I really like the weird intricate stories that you tell with 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 characters this time I will use the word vignettes where it's like they tell all of these smaller little stories that are just felt so impactful to me um the weird universe obviously with the moon just hanging across and like there's this permanent idea of death being like literal meters away um just they took everything I like about that franchise and made the perfect game for me so uh, I think I, I think that's the yeah the the commonality for all three of us is really like okay these are developers who understand what people like about their franchise and then turned it around and made a an excellent sequel. I so, mean, Nintendo knows, man. Yeah, Nintendo absolutely. That is a great point. So let's go ahead and jump into our trivia segment because this these games are examples of franchises that have no idea what the fuck they're doing. Uh, oh man. Yeah. So these. This this is our question. I think Marcos is go, goes first. You guys are still tied, right? I want to say you're. No, still I think winning. Marcos is in the lead. Oh, Marcos yeah, is in the man. lead. Okay, okay. I I wanted to check the earlier episode um, by like a point. By a point. Yeah, okay. It's always just a point. Okay, so then Marcos is gonna go first. Um, this this yeah. is this week's question. This is delivered by yours truly. I I didn't have time to go through our mail list, so I apologize. Which of the following games is not? A real sequel. <laughs> there are oh, some boy. weird sequels out there. All right. So, is it a Death Spank, Thongs of Virtue? Is oh. it B? Don't, don't. I heard typing. Don't. No cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> I heard typing. I, B- I think Dakota heard Death Spank and needed to know. <laughs> <laughs> is it B? Flintstones, Surprise of Dinosaur Peak. Is it C, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, colon, Skate Great with an 8 instead of an EAT? So, great GR8. I refuse to believe that one is not real. I love Tony Hawk's skating games. And Frogger 2, 3 deep. So, I just, I just want to say that again. <laughs> Frogger 2, colon, 3 deep. Now, it's not quite what you... It's, it's not quite what you think. It's not quite what you think, okay? It's not quite what you think. It's 3 deep. It's all one word. And there are 3 E's. There are 3 E's. It is Frogger 2, 3 deep. 
You gotta say it like Frogger 2, three deep. <laughs> three deep. <laughs> okay, so. Twinkie, uh... <laughs> stop. <laughs> so, which of the. Marcos, which of these. Which of these is the real. The real not sequel. <laughs> oh, man. I gotta give it to my boy Frogger. He made me bust a gut. <laughs> so you think that is not the real sequel? There's you... no way there's somebody okay. that genius would be working on a Frogger game. <laughs> you think I'm that genius? <laughs> okay, Dakota. Mine's the Flintstones. The Flintstones surprise a dinosaur peak. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are just looking. I can't believe you guys are looking over Death Spank Thongs of Virtue. <laughs> like, I know that game is real, dude. Oh, you know that game is real. Okay, you're, you're right. Yeah. It is real. Um, <laughs> Flintstone's Surprise at Dinosaur Park is also <laughs> an acclaimed sequel to the original Flintstones. An game, acclaimed? So <laughs> it's probably not acclaimed. I take that part back. Um, is it by acclaim? Uh, what? the developer no, no no i was i was making a joke that it was an acclaimed oh, in a nice. like you know critically acclaimed it's not i don't i don't guys. don't hold me to that uh i also want to let you guys know that tony hawk's pro skater great skate great is not a real sequel and is in what? fact our answer that's which, the only one i believed was real which, frogger makes, two which makes frogger deep frogger is two. real okay okay it gets better than this it gets better than this Frogger 2 3 Deep is actually Frogger 3, and there is a game called Frogger 2. <laughs> this is a sequel to a different Frogger 2 game. <laughs> so that it's a happens. sequel, but also like a... It's 3 Deep, baby. Three deep. It's a third three game. Three deep. <laughs> After you said you came up with them, I should have known. The mediocre title was yours. <laughs> great, great. Yeah. I thought that was great. pretty good. Like it could, e they could have easily made that their eighth, their eighth Tony Hawk game, right? Like they could have. Oh, oh, you know what I loved more yeah. than Tony Hawk games? What? The Disney skating games. I don't remember those. Oh my god! Yo, the Goofy movie. You ah. could play like Tarzan and skate around. It was pretty much a Tony Hawk game, but with Disney characters. Ooh, that's And you could like skate around like uh, like Andy's room in Toy Story as Andy or as Woody or Buzz, and you could be Tarzan and Ooh. skate in the Tarzan world. And Dude, it was so much fun. Toy Story for the PlayStation One. Yo. Yeah, those. I have that game. I have that game on PC, like uh, the old CD version, the CD-ROM version. Well, uh, I have Tarzan the Rugrats for, the game Boy for PS1. I don't know if it's the same, though. I have a Wild Thornberries Game Boy game. Wow. I have a Wild Thornberries uh, <laughs> PS1 game. Yeah. I don't have anything for the Wild Thornberries, and I'm proud of that. <laughs> I have, I have the SpongeBob SquarePants movie for the game PlayStation Boy 2. That was a good game. Color game? Battle for Bikini Bottom? Is that one? Battle for Bikini Bottom was another game. Okay, here's my favorite sequel of all time Rugrats, Angelica's Fashion Show. Hey. Actual game. Actual game. That I used to Not play Barbie all the time. Wedding Designer? No. You know what? I love the Bratz games because I love dressing them up. No. Nice. Okay, this is where we end the podcast. So. Wow. Yeah. No, no, no. Sexism? <laughs> we cannot end it on You that. can't you know say what? that after you played Angelica's Fashion <laughs> Runway. I, that was part um, of me ending the podcast. No, we're, no, we're, we're getting too off the course. <laughs> no, no, we're ending it on a good note. Breaking news. Soul Calibur 6, Ivy and Zala Salamel. 
Is that breaking Confirms. news? I saw Ivy. I saw Ivy like three days ago. I don't yeah. care about it, Ben. It's breaking. Like, dude, don't look at her and tell me she's not breaking something. Okay. All right. She's breaking rules, man. Um. So that is gonna do it for us this week. I did want to take a chance to shout out a couple of things, but uh, I'll let Dakota go first. Dakota, where can we find you? Uh, on Twitch, Twitter, whatever. Twitch.tv slash Spygina and on Twitter at The Empress. There's a three in there somewhere, but you got to find it. All right. And you uh, you just figured out that you were affiliated by Twitch, right? That was the thing that happened? Yeah. Real, I I assume I, I think I got it when all the affiliate stuff first started going out. And you I got it like it. 10 months ago. And yeah. I guess I just... It was in the Twitch notifications. If I got an email, I definitely ignored it. I mean, it was always kind of weird because you, got, you get plenty of viewers for it. So I was like, well, I wonder why. Because I know you don't. You only stream like once a week. So I thought maybe that was I'm why. I'm very tired, but, okay? Yeah, no, I totally <laughs> I understand. I'm, I'm a very tired person. Um, did you stream earlier today? I did, yeah, except did. the stream yeah. crashed. And then I accidentally closed out the game. I was like, <laughs> well, this sense. isn't going my way today. I'm just going <laughs> to stop while I'm ahead. Okay. All right. And Marcos, where can we find you? You can find me Marcos Carmona, uh, Twitter twenty five thirty seven. You can also find me on Vero, the new Vero. Ooh, Vero! Uh, I've heard about that. Yeah. What's Marcos that? Marcos Carmona. Yeah. Okay. It's a new social network thing. It's in its beta. First million users get it for free for life. I don't know exactly what it means by free. I'm not paying so, for social media. Screw yeah, that. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand it, but hey, I get it free now. So. Um. So I guess you can find me at let's see, Ben German ten. Uh, or is it Benjamin Plays? At Benjamin Plays on Twitter or at Epilogue Games. Um, you can also find us at www.epiloggames.com. We actually, it's Epilogue Gaming, not Epilogue Games. Um, we actually have a couple things going up this week. Last week, we had we started a new series that I'm sure Dakota and Marcos are both going to be excited about, given this whole conversation of uh, games that you forgot about. So this week, we I actually... I really yeah, saw like that. that yeah. That was fun. Yeah, it's fun. Blake's doing a really good job with it. And he's um, talking about the 2001 Spider-Man game uh, on PlayStation, oh, which is going to be that. really fun because in March we get a new Spider-Man game, which is going to be awesome. You know what else we get on March? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. What, what Marcos? You know what, else? you know what else we're getting on March? Uh, Spyro. Hmm. Spyro. <laughs> Maybe Spyro announcement. What, what is that, Marcos? Dark Souls, man. Oh, that's right. Dark Souls. Wait, is that March? Yeah. Oh goodness. Okay. Well, I know how my month is going to be taken up. Um, yeah, man. So uh, let's see. What else? I am working on a series called "Visualizing the Narrative," which I'm really excited to share this week. Um, it's essentially an argument for video games as an art form. Uh, I talk about my my old hero, uh, Roger Ebert, who was a, a famous <laughs> film critic, and he actually famously spoke out against video games as being an art form. So. I have. Yeah. Uh, I'm posing an argument uh, against uh, his. Of course, I'm. I'm trying to do so um, with, with it being kept in mind that Roger Ebert is one of my favorite people in the entire world. So, um, but it, it, I do think that there is certainly an argument at this point that video games should be treated as art. Obviously, that's uh, Epilogue Gaming's moniker. Video games is art, literature, and a storytelling medium. So, Dakota and Marcos, thank you for joining me this week. Uh, I thought that this was a fun podcast. Do you guys agree? Yeah, man. It was a good yeah, podcast. This was yeah, fun. Okay. Yeah, it maybe was only fun Frogger for you because you don't have to edit man. it. Frogger was a highlight. That's true. I do not have to edit it. They were very good this week. I had no edits I needed to make. <laughs> no bloopers. That's the downside. I have no bloopers from this podcast. 
Um, uh, here's a blooper. No, this please, entire no, please, time. no, please. Okay, I... we're, we're... <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next. Uh, hey, we, we've been releasing on Monday nights, so usually you can find us at um, on, on the website at Monday night, or you can find us on iTunes on Tuesday. Uh, again, find us on Patreon.com as well. That is what supports us. Um, you can donate for as little as a month, a dollar a month, and you can actually listen to Marcos's other podcast. Which oh, is yeah. also out. Uh, the yeah, Apple app- Brow Entertainment you'll find it on is, this website. It, 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 I, I will admit <laughs> this is absolutely true. It doesn't. It's not gaming related. It is just a fun. Uh, I would say it's comedy podcast. That's really what it is. So, um, anyway, you can find them there. Thank you again for listening. This uh, whole time, I've been picking seeds out of a strawberry. Well, that oh I'm gonna have to edit that out. ASAP. <laughs> okay, for, we don't need to know that uh, for, for Dakota my, is a psychopath. Uh, for my yeah, seriously. For myself, uh, Marcos and Dakota, thank you again for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Later.